It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> When you came in, the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you and about the people who lived here and their relationships and how, really how much they love one another. And I think it's nice to come full circle and say that despite all of the, you know, turmoil and, and wrongs that have been done to each other and relationships that have gone awry, in the end, they all care so deeply for one another. This Thanksgiving scene is an opportunity for everyone to come back together and I think it offers closure. It's really nice because it's a flash forward so you get to see, you know, where our lives have gone, the kids. In terms of renewal, rejuvenation, hope, it brings everyone together. You know, what better way than a traditional Thanksgiving meal where families usually reunite. So guys, uh, True Blood is uh, a little bit of a family here. We've all been together many, many years. There's a big number of us that, uh, that started at the very, very beginning with the pilot. We have one of the deepest and most talented group of actors working on any show today in Hollywood. And I think it's a, it's a credit to all of you guys. Thank you guys so much. It's just an incredibly ridiculous blessing to have a job like this. 
where you can actually measure how much you've been positively changed and affected by your employment and all of the people therein. We realize that this is a very lucky set, the fact that we got seven good seasons and with, you know, amazing people. Yeah, everyone here is like a family. And uh, to come in to it late, you know, it's still, uh, they still welcomed me with open arms. It's just such an embarrassment of Richard's being on the show from everyone from hair and makeup to cast to writing. It's really been a dream job. It truly has. This is clearly one of the highlights of my career. This finale will be my 13th episode. I did the first episode, so doing the last makes uh, makes sense to me. Where he needs your help is right here. It's not okay. quite a stop, but he needs just to be here like that. Just a, a fraction. It's long hours and difficult hours, but the actors are so great, and it's such a large and diverse group of actors that coming to work every day is exciting. It's just been an absolute ball of fun. The scenes we shoot are complete madness most of the time. Blood spurting all over the place, I'm gonna miss that, you know. Uh, coming up with new ways to kill vampires and kill humans has been a ton of fun. A great group of people, um, that's been the best part of it. Watching these, these final scenes is, is somehow, the scenes have closure, so it's giving us a sense of closure. I don't wanna do this. I know you don't. I mean, it's ultimate closure. And as we're going in, I can't sort of totally go through with it. So Bill puts his hands around mine, and we literally end him together. And I mean, I don't think you could have a better way to kind of close a tragic love story. So guys, let's, let's begin this large series wrap. That's a series wrap on Chris Bauer. It's extraordinary to end in a way where everybody's on extremely good terms with one another. I think that there is a atmosphere of gratitude that um, is a result of seven years of pretty selfless commitment to a bigger idea, which was True Blood. Series wrap on Carrie Preston. You know, it's very rare to work on a show where you actually love everybody that you're working with. This feels more than a job. This feels like a community and a lifestyle, and there's a lot of support uh, amongst the cast and the crew. And there's just a real chemistry there that is um, going to be missed. And that's the series wrap on Sam Trammell. This show has been a big chunk of my life. You know, it's been seven years and so much has happened. I've, I've had kids, uh, people have gotten married. Um, it's, it's been, uh, it's changed all of our lives in a, in a huge way and in a great way. At the very end of the night, we'll be wrapping Jim Parrick and Deborah Ann Wool at the very end of the season, guys. When I think back on this time, I will think of the people that I worked with. I will think of the crew and my castmates and production staff and, and everyone who became such good friends to me over the years. I'm just grateful. It was literally a perfect experience from all the people that I got to work with to the opportunities that it's 
given me to grow as an actor, and it, it's been a perfect experience, and I'm going to treasure it. I mean, we just wrapped 99% of the people we're working with. Um, and I'm not a big sentimentalist, but it's really sad. This has been my family for seven years. What am I going to miss most would be the people. I'll miss the people. Yeah, the hesitation, the people. Just a great group of people that, that just get along. Everybody gets along. And that's what I'll miss the most, are the people. Welcome to Let's Talk True Blood, everyone. I'm Chrissy, and I'm here with my co-host, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I just thought it might be kind of interesting to start the show with some words from the cast and the crew. It's so sad it's all over. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's been fun, though. You can't really complain, right? Everything comes to an end. That's right, unfortunately. Um, Before we talk about this real quick, I just wanted to mention that um, congratulations to HBO. They won five Emmys for True Detective, four Emmys for Game of Thrones, two Emmys for The Normal Heart, an Emmy for The Boardwalk Empire, an Emmy for Life According to Sam, an Emmy for One Last Hug, Three Days of Grief at Grief Camp, One Day, uh, an Emmy for Sarah Silverman, We Are Miracles, an Emmy for Treme for Veep and Vice. So congratulations. They also got robbed of some Emmys, though. I mean, yeah, McConaughey should have won for True Detective, I feel, over Cranston. I agree and, with you on and that. And I do think uh, uh, Matt I, Bomer deserved to win supporting actor yeah. for Martin Freeman. Yes, I agree with you on that, too. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, McConaughey did such a fabulous, oh, my God, Truth Detective was so, he was so fabulous in that. He definitely yeah. got robbed. I mean, you know, they also gave uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones won the Emmy for the Viewer's Guide, the Outstanding, the outstanding Creative Achievement in Interactive Media, which is interesting. Oh, nice. That sort of, yeah, so that was very cool. Um, you know, I was a little bummed that True Blood wasn't in there at all, really. Oh, they, but they aren't. I mean, they're, it's not like they have a track record of awards. They're a genre I show, know. and genre shows don't win a lot. I know, which which sucks. And so how do we fix that? I don't know. We need to have well, a genre. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know, but the fact that Tatiana Manzlani of Orphan Black can't even get a nomination oh, yeah. shows how criminal... I mean, she should be taking home the Emmy, and she can't even get a nomination. She's been the biggest injustice the past two years. You know, I don't understand. So if she can't break through, I don't know how anyone can. Yeah, I I don't understand the process in which they use. I don't know if people are lobbying harder or what the deal is, but I know. uh, Any award shows where lobbying counts? It loses legitimacy for me right off the bat. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, you know, I mean, listen, let's talk, don't even mention the daytime Emmys. 
don't get me started on that. General Hospital was completely shut out this year, which was ridiculous. And, and you know, somebody that completely decimated however many soaps in her lifetime, complete, it's got an Andy for Young and the Restless, I'm just going to say it. And it's just, and, and it's all in you know. That's what it is. And it's really sad if that's the way that they're doing it, you know. Anyway, what are you going to do? I think need to pass a rule that you should not be able to win for the same part more than once. Like, uh, Brian Cranston delivered a fantastic performance, and Aaron Paul, and and, and a gun. But they shouldn't be able to win it year after year when there's so many deserving performers. Yeah, I like that. That that would make it more of an even heel for everybody. You know, everybody would have a shot at it at some point. I I, I like that idea. You know, it's I mean, the same when you thing, look at like, the track record of of great people that you thought would have won but haven't, from you know Andrew right. Lansbury's Murder She Wrote oh, and yeah. John Hammond and Mad Men and Hugh Laurie and House and Michael C. Right. Hall and Dexter's, and they would get nominated right. year after year and never win, but they would be shut out by other people that won year after year. It just sucks. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't know what the answer is these days. I tell you, well, I haven't seen, I, I did, I have DVR'd the um, Emmys, so I'm trying to, the Emmys that just aired mm-hmm. yes, last night, and I haven't seen it yet. Did you watch it at all? I we skim it. I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of award shows, but I yeah. I mostly watch for the hosts and the bits. Yeah, I don't care about the speeches and stuff. Like I can look yeah. in the paper and see who won, and most yeah, of the speeches right. are the same. So I fast forward through them. But I wanted to see so, how Seth Meyers did, and I liked Weird Al's yeah. medley of theme songs. Weird Al, he's hilarious. Yeah, and I love Seth Meyers anyway. I mean, from SNL, I've followed him since he's on that. And uh, anyway, but yeah, I'll watch it probably over the weekend and catch up on that, but I, I, so I can't really comment on anything that anybody that won or didn't win or whatever, but well, I, I like the primetime Emmys because, you know, well, we, that's what we watch. We watch so many of the shows, or at least I do. I'm like, ah. So, my favorite, though, is the People's Choice Award because that's, that's when the fans get their voice. That's usually what I hold more, m- much dearer than anything else, so. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stupid people out there. <laughs> I know that sounds awful. <laughs> but the fact that, like, NCIS is so heavily watched just says oh to me that God. people are stupid. Um, because God. any show that's, like, a boring procedural that's repetitive and can win. Uh, so, I, so People's Choice Awards, for me, I'm like, I don't really trust the people. But clearly the industry can't handle it on their own. So I feel like we need to strike yeah. some sort of balance where there's a filter that makes sure only the most deserving get nominated, but then you actually take other stuff into account and not just... Yeah. You have to take out, you know, the people that are, you know, I don't know, watching each other's back kind of a thing, you know. I mean, I don't know if that's how it works, but I suspect that there, at least I know in the daytime Emmy realm, there definitely is some of that crap going on, but um, I don't know about prime time, but... You know, I know, maybe they'll figure it out. I don't know. They're still trying to figure out how to harness the whole they're trying to figure out the how to harness the whole social media thing, that's for sure. And they thought they hadn't quite figured that out yet, but anyway, um so yeah, so last night uh or I'm sorry, Sunday was Thank You was the final episode, series finale, uh, True Blood. 
Bill Buckner, mm-hmm. uh, who helmed it, he wrote the episode. So I'm anxious to hear what you think. There are mixed feelings amongst the different amongst the fans out there. Which, um, so what are your thoughts, Jimmy? What do you think? Well, I, personally, I have very mixed feelings on it. Um, yeah, I thought that there were some really good parts and really good scenes. And take it on its own. It wasn't a bad episode. It was pretty good. But it really didn't pay off arcs the way I expected at the end of the season or at the end of the series. And Mm -hmm. many of the important characters kind of got shafted in the final hour. Yeah. Um, And some of the stuff, I mean, you mentioned before the show, Aaron and Pam, or Aaron, Eric and Pam's little commercial. Like infomercial, yeah, sure that was funny, but it was very uneven with the tone and did not fit where they put it. I just, I don't know. It made me mad when Sookie killed Bill. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I just didn't agree that that's the way it should have shaken down. And not seeing her husband in the flash forward scene that was weird. And yeah, that was there weird. was a lot of problems I had with it. I thought it was far from perfect. This is what I think. I mean, for me, I absolutely, of course, you know, I'm a, I'm a well, you are too, Hoyt and Jessica fan. So that whole thing was uh, was amazing. I and I well, knew they that they would have fast. They should not have been getting married in that episode. Well, yeah. That's you know what, what you need. The, really... That's what you need. The, you have Bill get healed, and then you go one year later, and you show their wedding, and you end there instead of doing what they did. Oh, uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I just don't understand why it was necessary to kill Bill. I mean, I get what he's thinking. I get that. I mean, I understand what he's saying. He's saying he lived longer than he should have lived, and, you know, he just he felt that in order for her to have a life outside the supernatural realm, basically, that, you know, he needed to die and Eric needed to go away. And to a certain extent, I guess I understand what he's saying, but you can't, I just don't know. I just, I was not happy with that. I couldn't even, I mean, like, I I couldn't even watch when the, Oh, when she finally killed him, I was like, oh, my God, I was dying on the, I was like, I can't even watch this, you know? Because they started yep. the show with Bill and Sookie, and I thought they should have ended with it. And, you know, after everything they've been through, the other thing that I thought was interesting was that um, throughout, you know, since after he contracted the disease and it, you know, obviously it had, you know, I guess, I don't know, accelerated, uh at a at a big rate or whatever, um, you know, I thought that he should have feel his human side sort of coming out from it because the one thing one thing that I was just oh my god I was bawling was when Sookie heard Bill's thought yeah. for the first time ever, and I thought mm-hmm. that you know he should have they should have just had him because of everything that he had gone through he remembered how he was as a human sort of. And then he would get cured, and he, they could have, I mean, I still, and there's other ways to have kids. I mean, if that was an issue, they, you know, they could have adopted if they really wanted. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, I thought that they shouldn't have killed Bill. I mean, I knew that that's where they were sort of headed to. But, well, there was that. And then I love the Eric and Pam thing. I mean, you got to remember, it's flash forward, you know, a year later or two years later, whatever it is. And 
it just totally fits them. It fits them. I don't know that it really fits them, but it definitely did fit that part of the episode where they put it. Yeah, I mean, he, they stole it from Gus. They killed Gus. Which that scene was epic, by the way. I absolutely love that. <laughs> well, okay, so, so F. Gus, as soon as he decides to kill Gus, he just does it, and it's over. And yeah. It's like, okay, so you build up this villain, but then the villain's uh, no challenge. You just the wipe them out in two that. seconds flat. That was dumb to me. Right. I and know, it really bothered me. I, I guess continuity, the thing that bothered me the most, like three episodes ago, Bill was so sick he couldn't get out of walking around fine for several days after. Yeah, I know. That's pretty funny, too. They thought he was going to die that night and look out. Yeah, no, it was just. And look uh, at, yeah. Well, no, you got to yeah. remember, though, three episodes ago, remember Hoyt gave him his blood, right? Yeah, so, but. That's so he was able to feed. Well, yeah. yeah, maybe it gave him some energy. I mean, you have to remember, this whole season was just a one week in Bone Tom. It wasn't even, yeah. it wasn't like well, a huge amount of time either. The season starts with the whole Hep B threat. And yes, I understand the cure would kind of fix that. But halfway through the season, the Hep B vamps disappeared, and they didn't play into it anymore either. What happened with that? Well, no, they... They, they did the final confrontation at Fantasia and killed them all. That's what happened. That was one little group. I thought there were supposed to be tons of them all over the place. Well, it was in their town. That was the group that was that had kidnapped, you know, Arlene and Ollie and Nicole and all that. And those were the – but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that – and I agree with you, the continuity. But I do think that um, – there was there was really I don't know how else they could have done it. I think that they should have afforded this series an extra two or three episodes because I agree with you. I was so missing Lafayette. I don't. I mean, I can't just, believe yeah, Lafayette and Sam. Or you know, they should have yeah. just not done the not done the Tara thing this season, taking well, away that time, and you would have had more time to do. And not done, you know. I mean, there were these little well, tiny stories. I mean, Sam and Lafayette were completely wasted in the final season. Yes, thank you, and Sam. I miss bring Sam in, like, so much. Kara's mother and her little arc that was unnecessary. I and know. I don't know. I just felt like the season could have cut some of the fat and the length would have been enough. Yeah. But then in the final episode, they go super focused on just those three couples. I mean, I'm counting yeah. Eric and Pam. And, and then Eric yeah. and Pam. Um, yeah. I'm counting them as one of the couples, I think. And then Bill and Sookie. And then, no, they're separate because Bill and Sookie, Jason and, and um, uh, his, his girl, Bill, Bridget, and, and so Jessica and right. And it was very focused on them. And then, you know, some Eric yeah. and uh, Although Sarah Newland got exactly what she deserved. She had the perfect ending. Oh, I love that was poetic justice. I mean, her just, and the fact, and when they said that they killed, you know, she did, escaped, I'm thinking, right. They did, she didn't escape nothing. <laughs> She's down there. No. The best part is that she's being, like, you know, haunted by her ex. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she definitely got what she deserved. But, no, um, I agree. The thing that really pissed me off is that, I mean, I understand that Suki was, you know, kind of trying to figure out what to do. Should she stay who she is, you know, a fairy, or should she give it away? You know, should she give that up, that part of her up? And she goes, and there's a five-minute conversation with the priest, who they basically just, you know, introduced last season, 
And I thought that they got way too much airtime. Like, I would have, you know, she could have spoken to anybody. She could have spoken to Arlene about that. She could have she could have even had a conversation with Eric at some point about it. I mean, I don't know. There could have been a better way to do that and not, you know, alleviate, not, you know, forget Lafayette. And I, I was just really upset because he's one of my favorite characters on the show. I mean, I would say. Because, I mean, you know, and, of course, James, but I, I really was looking for Lafayette at the wedding. You know, why wasn't he there? I mean, yeah, it was a daytime, but why wasn't Lafayette there? doing the Thanksgiving, it should have been a wedding, like, later. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I could see that that would have been much better. But then they would have had to have saved Bill. And the whole fact of that conversation, I did like the conversation that Bill and Jessica had, the two of them, and, you know, she was she was talking about how she's a girl and she's always, you know, imagined mm-hmm. everything and blah, 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 and he didn't get to watch his daughter down the aisle. So the minute that, that you know, obviously that was going to happen. They've been together six hours. I know. I know. But, you know, I think they were thinking that fan, I we know all if about they had, If they had restored Hoyt's memory, then they could have done the wedding quickly. But since they didn't, it didn't make sense. Oh, I know, but uh, you know what I mean. 
know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, ah. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you were all like, it's so good, and I don't mean to drag you down. I, I mean, like I said, there were some really good parts, but overall I was kind of dissatisfied. There are aspects of it that were just like, okay, WTF, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, I, when I look back at the whole season, the whole series as a whole, you know, people were like, um, this. oh, yeah, so this person, like, um, I'll, read, I'll read you some of the things people sent me. Um, actually, Daniel Padron on Facebook said, I will share an unpopular opinion. I thought the finale was terrible. For a series that was insanely entertaining and provocative over the years, many the first few, the series went out with a whimper. And then um, uh, Silas Kane, he said, the finale was benign, terrible, lackluster, disappointing, probably like having sex with a Republican man off for play. Oh, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Can you believe he said that? I was like, oh, my God. Then I said, but then he said, okay, I'm okay with Bill dying, the human part of him was a burden he carried with grace. I would have liked to have seen that Bill was okay on the other side, like a godric moment. That would have been epic. They should have done that. Tom and Eric's ending was appropriate. Jason being saddled with the kid makes me want to contribute to the Planned Parenthood, which I just don't understand that. Um, I'm happy no, Lafayette no, no. and James are together, but let's, but let's get to Sookie. The entire saga has been about Sookie Stackhouse. I would like to have seen her husband from the back, reminds me of Jason Cook. Uh, almost every storyline ended well with the exception of Bon Tom's resident fairy. And in the final analysis, that is the story which deserved a better closing. That's what he said. Yes. To me, you uh, know what, to me, it looked like she, her husband reminded me of Alcide, except not as, yes! not as like, broad-shouldered. Yeah, not as broad-shouldered. What kind of stuff, I mean... We don't get to see who he is. I mean, just that we know he's human, big deal. I mean, did it I don't bother know. you just? Did it bother you just a bit that in this this is a show where couples change constantly? Like they're never with the same person for long, and then when they right. skip like four years, when they skip like four years to Thanksgiving, everybody's still with the exact same person they were yeah. with last time. Yeah, that's but not I, realistic. Right. That was a little too. It's sweet. Not, yeah, not for Bon Tom. It's not realistic. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that maybe they should have just taken them all out of Bon Tom, and then they would have had a normal life. Because I think that's what they were trying to go for. See, that's what um, Desperate Housewives did. That they just realized, as long as they stayed in that place, they were never yeah. going to have a decent life. So they all moved away. Right, which makes sense. Which yeah. yeah. So you're like, okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, and I think you know the fact of the matter is, is that it's. I guess I would have bought the very end with, you know, more of a happy ending, whatever the way they did it, if if Sookie had given up her being a fairy. But she did not give it up. She didn't want to give that up. And she's a supernatural she's a supernatural being. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just felt that, you know, we know Sam Sam come you know, Sam came for Thanksgiving. He's a supernatural being. You know, Arlene is with a vampire. You know, Lafayette is with a vampire. Jessica is a vampire. What? You know what I'm saying? So, I I just don't know if I, I just don't know. I, it's just that part. Like, if like I said, if she had given up her fairy, her fairy essence, mm-hmm. then I guess I would have bought it more 
in other words. Well, I don't, I don't mind like, okay. her deciding not to give it up, but it happened too quickly without enough story to it. I feel like that's yeah. a part, not a five-second split decision. Well, that's why I'm saying, you know, I think that they could have afforded them at least a dozen episodes, you know. Maybe they could have told it. They could have they could done what they needed to do instead, and they just misused them. Yeah, I just I just missed out. I, I'm just bummed that they killed Paris so quickly. Uh, you know, in that flashback with Grandma, I mean, it was fabulous to see Lois Smith, of course. But I kind of wish it would have been Sookie and Tara, the ones that we know, Sookie and Tara. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. not as little kids, but as, you know, teenagers. You know, I don't know, maybe, maybe you know, flashback to just before we met them all, you know, in season one. Or, or season one. Yeah, or season one. one. Like when she was first yeah. talking about Bill or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, something like that. And it would have been great if they would have done a freaking Bill and Sookie montage during the death mm-hmm. scene. I mean, yeah. after all that they've been through, I mean, and the whole entire saga is supposed to be about Bill and Sookie, and they didn't do a montage at the end. I, I, I don't understand that. Because that would have been, I think, more than appropriate. And I think that it would have maybe satisfied fans a little bit more, you know what I mean? See until we had to let him go. But yeah. I don't know. I just it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. I just I don't know. Um I, I guess the thought, finale was enough to cheapen the series for me. I still feel good about the series overall. And it's definitely yeah. one I would gladly watch again. So yeah, uh, that's Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I think I need to take a step back and, like, not watch it for a while and then go back and, and re-watch that finale and see mm-hmm. where I, how I feel about it. Because I feel like, I mean, right now I've only seen it the one time, um, and it's still kind of raw, you know, and I'm trying to gather everybody's, you know, feelings about it, but... I mean, for me, I always gauge it by my emotions during while I'm watching it, right? So I felt yeah. like, I mean, yeah, there were moments I was bawling. There were moments that, you know, you're laughing. There's, you know, that kick-ass moment. You know, you see Eric and Pam getting away with murder and, you know, and all that. And there's all those things. And so I kind of gauge it that way. And as a whole... Yeah, there were issues, but as a whole, I felt like I was, oh, my God, like I had been for a ride. You know what I mean? Emotionally, I'm talking about. And um, I think that's why I really, I mean, I ended up liking it. I don't know. I liked it. I thought there were issues, but, you know, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be able to satisfy everybody either, you know. Um, Yeah. But I have, yeah, I have a few Tweets here. Somebody shares a share, not the share. Uh, somebody named share um, said, "Though our show is gone, hashtag rip true blood. Our love and devotion will always remain. Goodbye, Truby for life, true blood." And then, and then, Barku Koglu. I don't even know how to say that. Sorry. Uh, said, "I call that a happy ending." Um. Let's see, what was it? It was one other one I was going to read. True Blood always will and always has been our favorite show. Thank you for seven amazing seasons. Goodbye, sucks. 
hashtag rip true blood. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when I got most of my uh, people on my Facebook saying that they, you know, they weren't too thrilled with it. Um, so, you know, I just think. I think that definitely it it was much better than Dexter. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, God. I mean, uh, I can't think of one that was worse than Dexter, so that's oh not saying much. Oh, my God. That not one was in, in, in Thin Me. I mean, I'm telling you, the worst ever in history. I agree. Uh, well, I, I know we could find one worse, but right now nothing springs to mind. It yeah. was pretty damn bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I got, um, there's also an interview with Charlene Harris. Um, somebody interviewed them. Who was it? It was The Vault, the True Blood fan site. It's at Pfizer's website. So anyway, trueblood-online.com. They had interviewed her afterward, and they asked her about, um, you know, what she thought of the resolutions of the characters. And she said, quote, you know, I really, she said, he said, this is the question, everyone except the vampires, in those flash forwards, what did you think of all the resolutions for these various characters? And she said, quote, you know, I really enjoyed that because, uh, to me, it bears the mark of Alan Ball, even though I know there was a different showrunner the last year and a half, because he gives you a glimpse of the future so often at the end of his run, and in a way, so he ended up not with Sam, as she did in the book, but in the same place. And speaking of which, I always thought she should end up with Sam because in the beginning of the very pilot episode, he was so in love with her. And why didn't they go that route? Oh, they never, I mean, never even, yeah, they didn't. They, they never, never even really. really that. They started with like, it briefly at the beginning and then they dropped it. Right. Well, there was another no, thing. Uh, she said, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think they served all the characters in the finale. And, and no. then it, it, like, echoes of Alan Ball, the flash-forwards. Look, I mean, Six Feet Under, you know, did all those flash-forwards to show how everybody ended. Right. And that was brilliant, and it fit with the show. This was not brilliant and only sort of fit with the show. So I don't think it was much the same at all. Well, I think they were trying to tie up all the loose ends, and it, and the fact of the matter is they just didn't have enough time to do everything. And, and I do think that, you know, they, if they couldn't have done that, they could have given us a 90-minute finale. You know, they could have gone over that, that 60 minutes to give us some airtime with some of our favorites. You know, those are the people that we wanted to see, you know. And, yeah. and the fact that they just were completely left out. And to have, yeah, and I agree with you, the whole tear. I mean, they could have done the Tara thing, but they didn't need to drag it out like they did. I mean, I remember when I was at Comic-Con um, to the panel, they were like, well, you haven't seen her, her final scene yet. And so, obviously, you know, that was just sort of, I, I guess they were just trying to give down more of Tara is my thinking on that. But I just really thought that, you know, five minutes with the with the reverend, talking to him about giving up your fairy. I mean, he, what does he know from it anyway? I mean, he's not supernatural. He doesn't deal with it, really. I don't know. I just thought that was a Oh, he just felt like I, a priest to me. That, yeah. That, he turns me off just the way he talks. But then yeah. I'm an atheist, so I don't buy into that. So that, so that could know. just be my own religious views coloring my opinion. Yeah. I don't know, but, you know. 
Well, um, they asked uh, Charlene uh, Harris, they said, was there ever a character depiction they surprised or delighted you with by transforming what you did in the book? books? And she said, oh, for sure, Lafayette, Nelson Ellis. Why he hasn't gotten an Emmy, I don't know. Thank you, Charlene, because <laughs> I have no idea either. Um, oh, I, think the, I think the series is Head and Shoulders way better than the book. Way better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and I, I, I never read any of the books. I haven't read the book because I was like, well, I didn't finish I the series, know. so I didn't know she ended up with Sam, but, but I didn't need to finish the series. It was Every book was the same. It was boring. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? I like to watch the hot guys and everything. <laughs> so I'd rather see it visually than in my head anyway, so, you know. <laughs> mm. But, uh. But yeah, so okay, so my I'm gonna play it. I know you didn't think it kind of fit, but my favorite moment, my one of my favorite, I should say one of my favorite things was when Eric and Pam were doing the infomercial for New Blood. I just I wanted to play it, and then we'll come back in a minute. <laughs> so okay. Are you fatigued, plagued by veins and uncontrollable cravings? Do you fear the true debt? Hi, my name is Eric Northman. I'm a thousand-year-old vampire and president and CEO of New Blood. Not too long ago, though, I was just like you. Sick, despondent, waiting to die. But that's when Ms. DeBofer here tracked me down and found me in an abandoned wine cellar in the south of France. Pamela... When I found Mr. Northman, I barely recognized him. He was no longer the invincible Viking vampire god who turned me over a hundred years ago. He'd given up, but I hadn't. Because I had a hunch there was a cure out there contained within the body of Sarah Newland. Ho, 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 ho. We all remember Miss Newland. She was a televangelist's wife who had a second career as an international mass murderer before disappearing into thin air. But not before swallowing the antidote to hepatitis V. All of the antidote. So together, Eric and I set out to track Miss Newland down. Well, we never caught Miss Newland. She narrowly escaped our grasp by jumping through the rear window of a home she'd been hiding in. We did, however, find a few drops of her blood on a shard of glass. So we rushed Ms. Newland's blood to our team of world-class scientists in Stockholm, Sweden, and Ms. DeBofer's hunch paid off when they synthesized it into this. New blood. Yeah, that was just hilarious. What did you think about the fact that um, that Sarah, basically, she when she, oh, my God, when she wanted Pam to turn her, I was like, if Pam turns her, I'm going to just freak. She better not turn Oh, her. no, no. I didn't think for a second Pam was going to turn her. I yeah. thought she was, it was just Sarah knew and being completely delusional, which she's always yeah. been. So I cracked right. up. I would say, as far as continuity goes, from day one, the minute that she showed up on the show, I think they played her perfectly. You know, oh, no, I, one. I, I, in fact, Sarah Newland is probably the only character this season. Well, Eric and Pam too, for the most part. Eric and I could say yeah. they really served well and did right by. 
completely. Yeah, I agree with like, you. Like, no complaints about Sarah Newland's final season. New me. I just loved when they caught, when when her name was New Me. She's so oh, nutty. I, oh, my I will God. never think of her as New Me. I just never got, I could not wrap my head on that. She's fair new one. <laughs> new Me. <laughs> like, what the hell did she come up with that name anyway? I mean, Oh, she's me. cheesy as hell, so that's it. It just. I'm just like, no, your name's Sarah. I refuse to think of you. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and it's so funny. Um, the other thing I wanted to make mention of, which was kind of cool, is when I was able to talk to, you know, Carrie Preston, and she, that she had was when they would all do these scenes together, you know, the whole cast. And I would say this season, they really had quite a few um, – Scenes when they were all working together in the same, in the same, you know, they had a lot of party scenes and they had a lot of group scenes this this season, which has been different than sort of in the past where everybody sort of, you know, is is kind of factioned off. Um, this season they kind of made them, you know, we had the, well, of course we had the vamper, the vamper thing, but then we had the part, the the wake for Al Seed. And what else? There's like a whole bunch of them, and the wedding, and then the funeral scene, and then the you know they had like quite a few this season that they were able to all work together. So I think that that probably probably made it harder for the cast, I would think. But you know, yeah. Um, but one of the other things that I I loved about this uh, about the show was just it was so. It, it, Unlike most, a lot of the shows that I've ever watched, this show just, they didn't, they were, I don't know how to, creatively, they just did whatever they felt they wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that they were creatively um, stifled in any way, and that, I think, mm-hmm. is a tribute to HBO for allowing them to do that, because I mean, I don't know any other nutty show. I mean, yeah, there's Game of Thrones and things like that, but this show, I just think, goes way beyond any show, you know, any, just all the things that they've done. So, I mean, they have the orgy. I mean, that was insanity. <laughs> Season two. I mean, that was one of the most the- fun things. I love Michelle Ford. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it was so funny for, I mean, I know the actors were probably like, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> You know, and it was funny um, in that retrospective on HBO. Um, I think it was was it Alan Ball that said that he's like looking at it, going, "What are we doing? Like, have we really done gone this far?" <laughs> you know, but um, but that's what makes it so fun. You know, you just didn't know where they were going to go with it next. You know, it was just uh, I don't know. I mean, what are what do you think when you look at the whole series as a whole? What is your what's your what things pop out for you? Oh, I don't know. I guess I, I just more of a tone. It was a genuinely funny show. I know we're in the, the time where comedy and drama are blurred. And the, there was some, Seth Meyers got a good dig in on Orange is the New Black for submitting in comedy when he called it a drama. And, you know, some of those Emmy categories really blew the line. But True Blood right. was a comedy. I mean, it was a drama too, but there was, so much comedy in it. and I think that helped drive the likability factor and what made it so attractive to come back in. You never knew what outrageous, goofy thing, and the characters were so 
larger than life. I mean, look at an Eric or a Pam and think about the oh lines you remember from them. You know, I mean, they were just these oh, great, yeah. interesting, colorful characters. Yeah, they were. But, you know, and that's the thing. They kind of created these characters that we just all fell in love with. And can I just mention Ginger this season was just hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, she, Oh, my God. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> I great swear, stuff. I... And I wish that she was, she wasn't in the finale either, you know, of course. I guess when she That's had okay. sex with Eric, she had her did she die off. or what? Oh, my God. Well, she, she had her bed off. I mean, we could have seen her, like, next to the camera when Eric and Pam were doing their thing, but it wasn't necessary. She no, died. it wasn't so, The size of her character, she had plenty of payoff this season. Yeah, she did. She did, but, oh, my God. The first, the, from the from the first time when we see her at Fantasia and she's screaming, or I mean, you could, she could wake the dead up. That's what I always say. <laughs> I mean, and it was signature too. You know, you hear that type of that her screaming, and you automatically think True Blood. I mean, you know, <laughs> and, um, and she just it was just hilarious. I was just happy she finally got she finally got sex from Eric after. After being his sex slave since what 1986 was it? <laughs> mm-hmm. That was another fabulous moment too. I mean, I I love mm-hmm. that we got more of that story how Fantasia came to be because and that it was her idea. Oh my god, that whole thing was was amazing. I loved it. And yeah, and I would agree with you. I think it it is a comedy and it's so. I guess far removed from from many things that we've ever seen on, on television or cable or whatever. And I think that's why it stands alone as sort of an – it's going to be an iconic show for HBO forever. And, um, oh, yeah, it was a know. cheesy, soapy thing that yeah. was just so much fun. I mean, to me, was, I think the most similar show I can think of, Desperate Housewives with, with Supernatural. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, I would. Say I adore Desperate Housewives, so that's that's a. I mean, that's not a knock on anything. Well, it's not dark, and you know, it was just some of the things that you see these characters did. You were just like, oh my god, like you know, you just didn't believe yep. it. But you know, that was part of the fun of it. Okay, what are they going to do this week? You know, what are they going to? Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to tune in. Yeah, and. Yep. It's just so so much fun to be like, oh my god, can you? And then the next day, at, you know, work, you're like, oh my god, did you see True Blood? Can you believe it? You know, um, yeah. And I mean, like, well, what about when? I can't believe that Sickney and Bill never got married, though. I mean, but what about when? Yeah, when the werewolves came in. I mean, that whole chapter was amazing, and that was in I was really planned to do more with Alfie's father, and I was disappointed they cut it short. Um, but yeah, yeah, the werewolf stuff was good too. Yeah, I, mean, I can't I can't point to a single season of True Blood that I, where I said, oh, I don't really care for this anymore. You know, no, I, I, know. I was into oh. it. There were some that were better than others, but there were none that were bad. Yeah, exactly. Well, what about Russell Edgington? I mean, I would say Dennis uh, O'Hare was brilliant. Probably he's so brilliant. Oh my god, he played that role with such abandon. He just went for it. He just didn't, you know, it was just so amazing. I, he, when he pulled that spot out, that 
I mean, that was just like, I can't believe he just did that. But you got to remember what, you know, but he was just so amazing. And Chris Maloney coming in as, you know, the authority and all, that was, that was another great. I mean, they filmed in New Orleans. I mean, there's so many things I can talk about. But, I mean, on the whole, mm-hmm. it's been just a really, it's just been really, really fun. And um, I'm just, I've been happy to cover it and been able to talk to a couple of the people. So that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, I have to, like, wait a little bit before I rewatch it, you know. I think I need to have it all sink in. But, um yeah, so what are your last words for True Blood? What are, you, what are your last comments, I guess? I don't know. I'm glad it had a run. <laughs> I thought it had a, a pretty good run. Um, it, I think it went on long enough. Uh, and other than I mean, half the finale kind of disappointed me, but overall, it was a pretty good series. Yeah. It was, it was just a fun show. And I just want to say special thanks to the entire cast and the crew and all the people that worked on the show and to HBO for well, all them, but you one, know, we know who you do. are. Yes, you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, one of you does so, not deserve our thanks, and we won't say which one. No, we won't. We won't. Yeah, let's like, uh, yeah. But I think most people will understand. <laughs> well, <laughs> you understand. know, there's not really a person. I just want to keep them on their toes. Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's our show, our final True Blood episode, I guess. And I'm ending the show, and I know you got, you're going to laugh, but I, I'm ending it with um, Green Day, Time of Your Life. I don't know what the name is. Oh, great song. Yeah, and I figured, you know what, I think that's a really good ending. So that's what I'm ending it with. So thanks to all the Trubies out there, and maybe we'll revisit it 10 years from now. We'll see where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for taking the time to do this. Sure. I appreciate that. It was fun. Mm -hmm. And I guess I'll probably probably talk to you uh, whenever Let's Talk TV comes back, I guess. (laughs) I would assume... uh, Definitely within the next month it should be back. Yeah, I think so. One fun time. We can't wait. All right. Well, thanks, and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, okay. see ya. Bye. We're out of here. Bye. Have a good one, Trubies. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this as and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life Take the photographs and cell frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and asking a 
on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end that's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end that's right I hope you had the time of your life Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.